Bill looked at the list of magazines for sale and angrily wondered why they didn't offer any Asian porn. Then he wondered why he wondered that. Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about animated movies not from Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today we'll be discussing the Don Hertzfeld animated movie, It's Such a Beautiful Day. A movie that at first glance looks like a bunch of stick figures doing whatever but actually ends up being much more deeper, sadder, emotional, and at times, even more uplifting than you'd expect. But who is Don Hirschfeld? He's a pretty weird animator. Most of his works often use simple drawings, which can make the humor seem simple and random. With the use of absurd and surreal images, it basically makes it look meme-like. But the further you watch, the more the work will surprise you with some deeper meanings or themes that you just wouldn't expect from such simple drawings which actually defines the movie that I'm talking about right now. Now, before we get to the movie, I just want to point out that I was introduced to Don Hirschfeld and his work through an animation class I took in high school, with the first short I saw being rejected. I am a banana! A supposed compilation of stuff that he made for a supposed channel that just got rejected, hence the title. It's honestly mostly an excuse for absurd clips of animated bits of insanity. Honestly, it's a really crazy short, but it's a really fun short too. I, I know a lot of it was pretty much memed for, for a good while. As for most audiences, especially, I don't want to say normal audiences, but you know, the average audience, I'd imagine the most they've seen of his work is probably a couch gag from The Simpsons. Yeah, he did a couch gag for The Simpsons a few years back. You've likely seen it if you're a fan of The Simpsons. It's basically one of the longest, if not the longest couch gag they've ever done, where Homer accidentally fast forwards the show to future seasons. And it's all done in very simple drawings. It's black and white, eventually throwing in some weird um, filters in the background and stuff like that. And it's all just basically catchphrases, like Comer saying, Doe, Bart saying, don't have a cow, man. Lisa, I think, was just saying stuff about buying the show or something but the point is it's a bunch of like little catchphrases so it's like oh the show's just evolved into this and the shorty i mean the yeah the couch gag even ends with homer looking at his family kind of sad and confused so even with that little bit you kind of get an idea of what don hertzfeld does he gives you stuff that at first glance looks like just absurd stupid bits of animation that are funny but you don't think about it much but then by the end when you actually see something that tips you off like wait there's actually more to this than what I initially thought. That's pretty much what Don Hirschfeld does. It's Such a Beautiful Day is pretty much another one of those. It's an hour-long feature, so it's not very long, but it has a lot going on in it. I mean, compared to a lot of movies, even like two to three hour movies, I feel like there's more stuff that this movie gets through than you would get out of those big, long movies. But in a good way. It's it's not just um, full of itself. It is doing it for a reason to think about. It is trying to get you to understand who the main character is. As It's Such a Beautiful Day focuses on a man named Bill, and we have a narrator telling us all about his daily life before exploring his past and eventually what appears to be his final days. Months? Years? Lifetimes? So yeah, the movie is told in a very weird way. But really, that's kind of how it has to be told, because it's really giving us the idea of how this man's mind works now. 
Because as we get to the end, it becomes clear that whatever we're being told might be in Bill's mind with information changing, repeating, and flat out being forgotten. Almost as if the movie wants us to feel like we're facing Bill's struggle. What Bill's struggle is, we don't entirely know. We know it's something in the mind. It might be a tumor. It might not be. At no point does it really make it very clear. Like, you know, you get hints of it. I know at some point he gets a stroke throughout the movie. But again, it never flat out says, this is what Bill has. It's left to our imagination, and for the most part, that's why it's so effective, because it lets us understand how hard it is for him to deal with whatever he has. And like I said before about Hertzfeld cartoons, there are some random jokes in here. Like at one point, you have a fish talking about a leaking pipe, and it's just like, the pipe is leaking! Uh, repeatedly. The pipe is leaking! The pipe is leaking. And then, of course, there's all these little details in the ending of the movie. But it's sad because we know that Bill is pretty much experiencing his final days and nothing he does will change that. So whatever random stuff, like um, there's a mention of him being at the supermarket and always avoiding the fruit that's right near the customer's crotches because they always put their, their crotches on it, whether intentionally or not. Bill was always very careful to select fruit from only the back of the produce piles as the fruit in the front was at crotch level to the other customer. It's funny, weird stuff, but then you ha you get reminded, this guy isn't thinking too straight. I mean, uh, pretty much another point, a kid comes up to him asking him about um, buying a magazine, and Bill just thinks, uh, why is there no Asian pornography being listed? And of course, even the narrator points out, uh, Bill then wonders why he wondered that. And it's random stuff like that, but you know, it's, it's funny, it's covering the pain, which is why it's so effective. Now, overall, in the movie itself, without a doubt, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, animated or not. The narration, which might be a turnoff for some people, is a really fun addition that explains the visuals, sure. But since it also tries to anchor us to Bill's fading reality, it really makes it sad. I mean, it's funny. Uh, it's well-done explanation, and I, I, I like that. I, I believe it's Don Hertzfeld doing the voice. I, I like that it, it, it sounds very calm. Like, you could actually listen to this guy's voice for, you know, maybe more than an hour. Right? I mean, probably even a whole night. It's, uh, what do you call those things? The ASMR or whatever? It, it really is one of those calm, soothing voices but of course paying attention to what he's actually saying throws you for a loop because it goes from funny to sad to realizing just how depressing it all is and i i just love that and sure the animation looks very simple but it kind of has to be to convey the point so it's one of those things where yeah it's not like disney level animation and it really realistically it's not even tv level animation a lot of the time and i say a lot of the time because sometimes there's some really nice mixtures of the animation where it's like uh let's put in like little fire effects water effects and stuff like that that makes it look like nothing you've ever seen before and it's really interesting but even taking that away like if you just judge it from it being stick figures i would still say the animation is a strength on it because at first you might be thinking especially if you've never seen don hertzfeld stuff well the animation is cheap and i'd say no it's the point it's making you feel what this guy feels at that time and how he sees the world i mean I'm pretty much spoiling at this, but realistically, you should already know I'm spoiling these things. At some point, it even mentions that because of Bill's mind deteriorating, he starts seeing a lot of stuff as just simple um, simple shapes. So it lets you know, yes, this is why it's doing it. And even then, it, it kind of plays with it a bit. So it makes you wonder, like, is that really how he sees it? Or is that how we think he sees it? So that's actually pretty neat. It's random. It's strange. Like I said, it mixes a lot of effects, which is really really interesting something you don't really see in a lot of movies i'm reminiscent of that thing um 
from Cartoon Network, the world of Gumball, where it's like, oh, you know, you got the 2D drawings, you got the, like, the stop motion, the uh, computer animation, but on a slightly weirder yet simpler level, if that makes sense. I, I don't know if it does, but I, I hope that gives you an idea of what I'm talking about. It's just really neat. It helps us feel like we're losing our minds just as much as Bill is, which, again, is a really nice touch on the movie. It makes us feel like he feels, which is really important in telling a story. But yeah, one of the strengths of going beyond the animation, like I've been saying before, one of the strengths of this movie is just how sad it all is. I mean, at first, you think it's just this goofy thing. Uh, you think some of it will be like, okay, this is like the kind of meme stuff that you would see on YouTube or whatever. But those absurd moments, those little things, really add up in creating this visual, this portrait of a man who is pretty much done for. He's not going to survive by the end of this. Realistically, you don't expect him to, given all the little details. And in a way, that's okay, because you understand that is the point of the movie, and it's trying to make you think about your own life while seeing Bill's life. And you kind of get attached to him enough to feel much like the, the narrator does towards the end of this, where you're like, Bill can't die. We don't want him to die. But you know it's, it's coming, and that's really what makes the movie so so effective it just hits harder especially as you get older because i remember watching this well i watched the first part of it because this is in three chapters and they were released in a few years different so this completed version was like in 2012 i remember watching the first chapter in high school and i mean i, I enjoyed it i thought a lot about it how it was like okay so going back to the first chapter it's you know kind of telling you not to waste your life on just you know doing a bunch of meaningless things appreciate what's going on acknowledge everything but then watching it again, um, when I watched the full thing a few years later, I was like 2015, I think. I know it was definitely before Age of Ultron. Um, and that, the main reason why I remember that is because I remember making my younger sister watch it just so I could be like, hey, look, you know, if you want to, you know, come along and watch Age of Ultron with me, you know, you got to watch this. I don't, I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be like a funny experience. Not really, but, you know, what she did. It, not the point. Realistically, by that point, I, I, I watched it all the way from beginning to end. And I watched it several times and it always hit me hard and then for a few years i just didn't watch it i would watch maybe clips here and there just when i was like oh you know i want to remember the experience of watching that incredible movie but sitting down to watch it again for this it hit me way harder than it ever did a few years back and it's because as the older i get i'm you know currently 27 so it's not like i'm that old but the older you get the more certain things will pop out at you the more certain things will affect you whether it's seeing the family member seeing how bill's life is like just seeing the stuff where you're like some of this stuff kind of reminds me of stuff that's going on in my life now more than it did a few years back and while i'm still looking forward in time i am starting to look a little backwards in time a little bit more which is something that's kind of stated in the movie you will only get older the next thing you know, you're looking back instead of forward. And it kind of hurts, and it's kind of sad. It, it really does hit me hard. You know, multiple times. Like, I remember the first time I, I saw the folding through. Um, I did pretty much cry by the end of the movie. This time around, there are multiple moments where things kind of hit the fan. And I, I was just like, shit, this is hurting me so much. And it sucks that I'm getting it a lot more. I mean, it's great. But at the same time, it sucks that I'm getting it a lot more because that means that I'm getting older. And in a few years when I watch this again, I'll probably be drenched in tears all the way through. And that's the thing. It's a really powerful movie because it really makes us think about the mundane. 
how small moments make up a lot of our lives, more than exciting ones, and there's sadness to it, but also it reminds us of the joys we miss and not appreciating the little things. The movie is full of wisdom, like the uncle mentioning how often we don't just admit our feelings to friends and family, or Bill thinking about where his time is gone. It's just sad, uplifting material that hits hard and feels so rare and unique to see, not just for animation, but in movies in general. Hirschfeld really knocks this weird movie out so well, and I, I love it for it. It's, like I said, one of my favorite movies, animated or not, definitely the best movie I've reviewed on this so far, and it's the one movie where I'm like, I know it's going to be hard to watch for a lot of people because I don't know if it's uh, physically available anymore. I got the, the Blu-ray just because I donated to the Kickstarter. I don't know if you can just buy it from, like, Kirchfeld's website or, or um, whatever. I, I don't know. Uh, I know it's available on the Criterion channel. Um, you can just get an account, but that's not always going to be something for everyone. Uh, and I don't want to turn into an ad, so I won't get into the detail. But, you know, Criterion's full of, like, a bunch of classic movies. But it's a harder movie... For, for people to find, and it's a harder movie for a lot of uh, average audiences to sit through. I mean, again, there's the narration, the subject matter, the way the drawings are presented. It's all done really well, but I, I imagine it won't be easy for a lot of people to get into, and that's, that's okay. I mean, I, I've got nothing against people like that. I know there are things that I'll never get into that other people will find at ease, so why should I judge them for this? But that being said, I do hope, if you're listening to this, that you give it a shot, just a shot. It doesn't have to be the full thing. It could just be maybe the first 10 minutes, whatever. Just try it out, see what you like. If you enjoy it, go all the way. It's definitely worth your time. If you can't stand it, I mean, I understand. It's not an easy movie to get into. I mean, there's a lot of humor in this. I mean, I love how Bill's family has like a messed up history. I love how the grandfather, among other people in the family, died because they got ran over by trains. I still love that one of the only actual lines in this movie is when they mention like, oh yeah, he had a relative that could only say Bible. And he's like, Bible? Like, that, that, that stuff is great. I, I love the, the idea of Bill having like this weird brother who had like, um, I think it was like coat hanger arms. Oh, he's mixed that up. Um, and he was like chasing a bird and he has disappeared after chasing the bird. I just love how a lot of the movie is done through little, like the way you see it is like little circles, not even perfect circles, but they pop up almost like you're looking at like a, through a peephole or something. So it kind of gives you the idea of that, like you're watching this guy's life as it's playing around. Like I mentioned before, there's stuff where it's like, oh, water, fire, and other real world elements missing with the animation. And it's great. It's even a bit that kind of reminded me of the show Loki, you know, the recent Marvel show, and how time is linear and all happening at once. It kind of reminded me of the, the season finale of Loki. Not that I wanted to bring it into um, the MCU or whatever, but I thought that was kind of a funny touch that it, it reminded me of um, of a Marvel thing. So, hey, even artistic products will eventually get consumed by, by Marvel. That's fun. And then one of the more touching aspects of this movie, I would say, is that throughout the entire thing, Bill constantly mentions how, well, the narrator constantly mentions that Bill is hanging around with his ex-girlfriend. But they never make her evil. You can see that she's compassionate. They have a a very platonic, you know, love and relationship. Uh, Even though it's clear that they're not going to date again. At no point does it feel like, oh, Bill wants to win her over. So it, it really adds a nice human touch to it without trying to make it feel like a like some random movie or anything like it it feels like a natural real thing and of course i love how the movie always crashes the more happier moments throughout it with dark reminders that bill is dying 
Like, there's a lot of moments where it's like, oh, you know, Bill's having a good day or whatever. And it's followed up by something bad happening or, you know, stuff repeating or just stuff that shows you, yeah, things are not what they seem at the moment. And for the most part, the movie is just narrated. There's a few instances where it's not. There's a few instances where you hear other voices. I think there's really only one other um, voice actor in this. Uh, for the most part, it's just Don Hirschfeld doing a bunch of different voices with the one main one running throughout most of it. But, um... For the most part, it is really well done when they show in, um, when they throw in other people's voices in here. Because it, it really makes you feel like, okay, so he's being operated on. He doesn't know what's going on. The narrator is pretty much stopped because Bill is not really thinking at the moment. So the narrator is essentially Bill's mind acting out in a certain way. So th that stuff is always great. And if this is one of the shorter episodes, I mean, there's really nothing to it because there's not as much as I can talk about because there's not as much as I've seen as um, the previous two movies regarding the behind the scenes. Like I said, it did start off as um, separate shorts, but combined together by 2012. But nothing much that I can really change to it. I mean, nothing much that I can really add to it. Um, so for the most part, yeah, I think this is where I'm going to be closing off. Bill made a joke that he could have sworn he'd been told that somewhere before. But the guy just stared at him like he didn't get it. It is a really good movie. It's such a beautiful day. Works its simple drawings to its advantage. You'd think the movie would be simple. Instead, it uses the animation to make a clear point and make it heavier than you could have ever imagined. The random live footage that is used to weave a tale about a man appreciating the smaller details in life as he approaches his end is interesting. And of course, the narration the almost non-stop narration that would normally drag anything else down, but here is important as it gives us perspective into where Bill is health and mental-wise, eventually culminating in us understanding that reality is no longer in his grasp, or probably ours as well. Like I said before, I cried throughout this, and I think this needs to be seen by more people. Obviously, it won't be for everyone, and that's understandable. I'm not going to force it upon anyone, but I do recommend it. I do highly recommend it for everyone. I hope everyone gives it a shot, even if they don't make it through. It gets so heavy that some may be turned off, but for those looking for proof that animation can be mature and tell stories worth thinking about stories more cerebral than a lot of live action movies this is the movie for you it's very artsy which is fine because it's also fun it's an amazing movie and sorry if i'm not selling it well enough don hertzfeld you made an incredible movie i thank you i i love your work i'm gonna continue watching your work i know this is just evolving into me shouting you out but really this is a really touching movie i mean there's a reason why i chose this as one of the movies that i wanted to talk about first on this show i didn't want to go all in you know the first one just because i wanted people to be eased into it but as the third episode of my podcast it's because i i loved it so much that i i just had to talk about it as soon as i could it's such a beautiful day what a beautiful movie indeed. It's proof that animation is more than just the colorful images you put for kids to shut them up. It's absurd and weird, but relatable and depressing. But funny and kind of hopeful, honestly. It, it really does make you hope to be better people. This has been Octaviano Macias. I hope you enjoyed this. Please support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash That's S-A-I-C-A-M-S. Patreon.com slash And I'll see you next time. He was eventually crippled with lead poisoning and polio, and was killed by a train.